to go. You're all prepared and everything. I'm prepared. I I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready you know to go. What? He's, he's flaking on us. Who is? He's, fla he's flaking John on is? us. I, I sent him the link and he's nowhere to be found. Wow. He got cold. I don't know. Yeah. He, wow. He all that, he all that fucking shit. And the guy decides to be a wanker. Wow. Man, he does. Are we surprised? Fat people are always a disappointment. <laughs> they always are. I'm going to lose weight this time, I swear. No, you're not. <laughs> oh, shit. <sighs> How have you been? Good, you? Yeah, pretty good, actually. Yeah? Pretty good. I've been eating like a pig. I don't know why, but it's, I, but it's mostly boredom. It's mostly boredom, where it's like, oh, hey, look at this. And <laughs> you're doing like to... most fat girls do. All right. Yeah, but I'm not fat. Didn't say like, you I'm, were, I'm... but just saying you're eating like fat girls do. All right. Yeah. But I, I can I can cheat this because I'm already very slim. And every time I bulk like a pig, it's like, oh, really? You gained weight? <laughs> People just laugh at me. <laughs> What's up, Juan? How are you? I see Nick and Bullrush have showed up. Red Crusader yeah. here. Oh, he's got to leave already. Huh? He's got to watch it on the replay. All right. Oh. Fine, fine Red. Fine. Juan. Juan Cabrera. Is that Cappy Swan? I, I don't know. Mm. Could be. Yeah, Cobb, what's up, buddy? Did you go poop the dog? Yeah. Oh, but to be honest, man, I don't pay that much attention to the chat anymore because, well, it's distracting. It really is distracting. I, I implemented that because I had a I had Cappy on Tuesday. It was yeah. fun. It was you fun. And the but man, I, huh? You and the bitter, yeah. the bitter Gen Xer. Yeah, that too. But it's like like bitterness and bitterness together. <laughs> so it was like a double helping of, of, of extra bitter, huh? Yeah, and we, we tried to find silver linings and things. And then we, we got there. We got Did there. You know, that's good. Yeah, but there at was a certain so much point, salt you, you you guys could have filled the ocean, huh? Yeah, but at a certain point, it was just like you know what the the chat is gonna go to the other screen because it was distracting from the conversation. Well, Which with is, Cappy's group, it definitely is because he's got some he's got some rabid fans. I'll give him that. You know, not that I don't like him, I do. But man, he's got a ton of guys that come into that chat. Yeah, uh, our chat is lively too, man. It can be, but it, it's it's <laughs> the usual suspects with us. We we got we got the the bro squad going on. Yeah, we got the we manhood got... burrito going on in here. Yeah. Con so. bull rush Nick. Hmm? <laughs> Red Crusaders there. Uh, Ivar's usually there. The Peter is coming back. Is he? Oh yeah, I I I have an announcement. I have an announcement. Uh, and I need to do this now, and I need to push this farther. Because, my dear friends, and this is not for everybody, this is not for everybody, and it shouldn't be for everybody, but I have made, I have made, oh, come on, why can't I see it? Public page. View your public page. It has to do with Patreon. Public page. Mm-mm-mm. There, there. Now you can see it. Now you can see it properly. Okay. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. For all the people who thought I was an expensive whore, check it out. Oh, look at we've that got, shit. We've got the $10 per month subscription on Patreon with Q&As, coffee cast, weekly recordings, 
of red pill uh, books and you'll get the first Gendernomics audiobook for free. Then you have the $5 a month subscription, which get you the Q&As and the coffee cast. But now I also implemented a $1 per month. One. Seriously, $1 per month. And you get weekly podcasts, which last about an hour. So, yeah. that's. So that's what happens in your coffee cast? I'm curious. Oh, that's just me, me and Watson ranting and raving about everything that happened during the past week. And it's a bit of a red evening aftermath for me. Oh, nice. I discussed this with Rob, and now I'm thinking about it again. And, uh, and kind of. I mean, it's you and Watson's hot take, huh? Nice. Yeah, but it's kind of like you remember those conversations you sometimes have with somebody, and then you're like, oh, I should have said that. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that. Oh, okay. It's kind of like that. And Watson is in the field with me as well as a 29-year-old bachelor. And it's just, ugh, sometimes. I I had a couple of cock teasers this week, and I hate, (laughs) I hate cock teasers. You know why? Mm. Because they waste my time, and they physically hurt. They physically hurt. Because you got a girl texting you. It's forced semen retention is what you're saying. Oh, my God, man. It hurts. And it's like she's hot and heavy, sending you nudes, whatever. And then when push comes to shove, it's like, oh, I'm not sure. I'm like, do you have any idea what you just did? You have wasted my time. And hell be upon you. (laughs) You, There is no safe haven. For those who dispose of my time, they're seriously like hell hath no fury. Like, like my a forced to semen retention. <laughs> no, like my time being wasted and indeed semen being forcefully like, oh my God, these women, these girls. And I'm, I'm being pushy these days. Like she's like, ah, I don't know. I'm like, hey, you want to like, you want to meet or not? If no, I'll move on. I'll just tell him that. Sure. I'll, I'll go. Like, after a couple of messages, I'm like, okay, you want to do this or not? Okay, bye. And it's sa- it saves so much time. It's it's It saves so much time. In the Napier household, we do not do time wasting. We recycle our time, if it can be recycled. Mm. Coffee's good. Coffee really is good. But yeah. the, the, what what happened to you this week? Oh, work. Uh, yeah, that, that's a whole discussion I'm not even going to do live. That, that I'm not doing that discussion on air. <laughs> Tell just, me later. Just, just some shit came up at work that it's like, oh, really? All right. Okay. Uh, otherwise, just doing my video edits, doing my little two-minute pieces, that kind of stuff. Yeah, you really found a new hobby, didn't you? I I have. And it's funny because I had a guy in one of the comments on one of my more recent videos because I've and I'm probably going to do it. uh, I'll say it here since why not? But the original thought that came to my mind is I thought, you know, I'm going to offer that also up to my the guys on my Patreon to be like, hey, if you have a topic you want me to go over in two minutes, you know, let me know and I'll, I'll do a video on it. 
And kind of the same thing with this guy, because he was like, how would I get a hold of you? And I'm thinking, well, number one, you know, you kind of just did with your, <laughs> with your comment. But but if you want to keep it more private, you know, you don't want people, you know, you don't want to advertise whatever it is you want to bring up. It's like DM me on Twitter or send me an email, you know, put it in an email and, you know, give me the idea. And if I if it's something I'm curious about or that I know I can do in two minutes, then I'll do a video on it. Yeah. You know, and it, it's fun. Uh, it, it's really interesting because <clears throat> what it reminds me of, uh, and this kind of, it all ties in, but they're, they're all kind of separate initially is, uh, trust me, I'm lying. Okay. Yeah. So I remember asking you about it when you first read it and you were like, you know, the first chapter is really good. The rest of it's kind of me, you know, and I'm like, oh, Okay. And so I kind of put it on the back burner. It's like, well, maybe it, maybe it ain't all it's chalked up to be. Well, then, of course, when we had Ryan on the show a couple weeks ago, the book came up again. Mm -hmm. And it was like, you know, and he mentioned a few things. I, I loved his remark about, you know, when Holiday wrote it, he wrote it as like an expose of like, here's what's going on. Don't do this. And yet everyone's running it like a playbook, mm -hmm. you know, which is true. It's like, yeah, that's kind of ironic how, you know, everyone, ooh, I'm going to do this. And and it it's really true. And you know it, but you kind of don't know it. It's one of those, you, you don't know that you know. It's you're unconsciously aware of what's going on. But until you've read it, then you really kind of see what is going on. It's like, oh, shit, this is exactly how it's going on. Mm -hmm. But it reminds me of that. <clears throat> they all kind of tie in. Because I started looking at my analytics and my metrics and all that on all kinds of my videos that I've had up for a while. And I've realized that the average attention span, for the most part, is about two minutes. Huh. That's what I've seen, that when it comes to, you know, you're always going to get a, a small niche or a small group of people, a uh, small group of viewers that, yeah, they'll, they'll sit through two hours or whatever. They'll, they'll, they'll be there from beginning to end. Yeah. Like our crowd. Yeah, exactly. Guys that are like, Hey, I, I want to spend the evening with Jack and Rob. They're, they're going to be here till they either have to go to bed or go to work or whatever. You know, these are also the guys that'll go back and watch the replay later too, that, you know, Hey, I have to do something else, but I'll catch it on the flip. Mm. And so, but those are kind of, the the real narrow niche group most of your casual random guys that are surfing videos and shit two minutes is about it mm -hmm. because that's what i've noticed especially in my bigger videos you know and i'm not talking about like stuff like with you where it's a two-hour thing i'm talking even a 10-minute video mm -hmm. two minutes is about it and it's like okay and that's kind of where I thought, well, I'm going to do this uh, just to give this format a shot. And that way, too, besides that it's it's relatively easy to do, um, and it gives me more of a chance to play around with editing and whatnot and goof around with it, it's instead of, well, I'm going to go into a lot of details about whatever the topic is, because sometimes, you know, stuff can be pretty complex, this is very surface level, very, very, you know, tip of the iceberg type of thing. And I'm only covering like one thing and that's it. You know, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm covering this and that's it. After, you know, you want something else. That's a whole nother video, mm. you know, 
either either look for a longer version and maybe there's more subtlety, more nuance in it, or look for another two minute video that now talks about this little thing. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's been a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> you know, I, it's uh, what can I say? The the video editing bug has bit me, and mm. so you know. But I, I've seemed to have gotten a lot of traffic and a lot of uh, a lot of positive response from them. A lot of guys, you know, they're entertaining as well as informative. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's kind of the deal too. It's it's not always about being serious and heavy and okay, we're going to get into this topic today, guys. You know, I'm going to talk about Jack and Diane and how mm-hmm. he set himself on fire and here's what not to do and here's what he did do and all that shit. It's like, oh, no, I'm going to talk, you know, just we're going to talk about saving the West. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I don't even do that. I mean, I, I don't even know if people know this, but we never really have a topic. At least most of the time, we really don't have a topic. It seriously is like, Hey, how have you been? Yeah. That but you know it, it really works. is a weekly get together of, of people who like each other. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and the way I see it, I mean, it, it kind of reminds me in a way of some of Cappy's stuff because mm. sometimes he has topics that he comes on and he's like, I wanna, I'm gonna talk about this today, type of thing. And and that's what he does. But most mm-hmm. of the time. It's him, and if he has a guest, it's just kind of them rambling about whatever, and it and they go where whatever direction it takes them. Yeah, and and I like that able to to bounce off each other, right? You know, and I finally found out what my problem with marketing is. What's that? Finally, when with podcasts, I want to talk to a person. Not a product. Yeah. And there's my problem. Because when I have a guy on who sells a product, I'm like, I'm not talking to you anymore. I'm talking to your product. And a product cannot have experiences. And I want to talk to you about experiences, not about whatever. Right. Your course or your 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 accountability group or whatever it may be. Yeah, there's a time and a place for those things, but Red Evening's not one of them. I would Red Evening's the one Red Evening is the one where you where you let down your hair and you're like, Oh man, I've had a busy week with my course, man. God damn, these people don't know how to get laid. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Kind of like that. Depending on your time zone, this is your Friday night. You're winding down after a long week. You're 23, by the way. Oh, nice. Well, well, you're pulling ahead on me. Good for you. Ah, Finally. I could have had 24. Yeah, except you were wasting your time. No, but this one was easy. Seriously. Oh, man. I'd love to do a podcast with Troy on this one. But... The, the red flags thing are a green light. Know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Okay. So there was this girl on Bumble, and she had the loops, the, the ear loops and the piercings, everything. And she was a hippie girl. And I was like, oh, my God, man. I'm alone, and you're an easy target. Like, swipe right. Immediately match. And within a couple of minutes, I had the nudes, everything. But then push came to shove. And I was like, Fuck! <laughs> Because it was a two-hour drive, and oh my god! But oh, but seriously, with red flags these days, I'm like green light. Well, yeah, you're not gonna sure. marry them. 
No, you know, that that's the thing. You know, that's I've talked about red flags in, in my fat. own shit. I mean, fat is well, not yeah. a red light. That is a stop sign. That is a you do not go further. This is a demon of the ancient world. This foe is beyond any of you. Run! Well, you know, they call them slump busters for a reason. Yeah. And then the, the Minds of Moria theme kicks in. And things like that. <laughs> you shall not shall pass! <laughs> no, oh, but seriously, the Lord of the Rings music, great. Yeah. Everything in that movie... Maybe Gimli. Gimli is up for the bit. They kind of made him the comic relief. Yeah, kind of. Eh, eh, because the dwarves are pretty cool, man. I, damn. They, the, the working class of Middle-earth. That be the dwarves. That be the dwarves. Who built my roads? That will be the dwarves. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. Hmm. Uh... No, but seriously, red flags and things like that. Guys are so afraid of them. Well, Guys and that's, so dude, there you have it right there. They're fucking terrified. And oh, I, she's I got it. tattoos. She's got piercings. You know, she's <laughs> she's a single mom, and it's like, who cares? Well, it, okay, you're so not gonna wife her up. You're not gonna marry her. Single know? moms, I have my gripe with because, well, I don't know because I already know I'm not gonna wife them up. I'm not committing to them. I'm not gonna marry them. So mm -hmm. single, single moms, I don't give a fuck if they got kids as long as they ain't bringing the kids with them. I don't mm -hmm. care. It's like yeah. now some of the best sex I've ever had have been with single moms. They uh, most of them really? know what the fuck they're doing. Oh, best dude, sex how do you was... think they got those kids? Yeah, true. You know, they had they had to have sex at least once, and the guy best didn't pull I, out fast enough. You know, whatever best, it is. Best sex I ever had must have been with Adler. Although I hate to compliment her, but by God, because I told you that story right, where she ditched me to the friend zone and I walked out. Yeah, and and that kind of got her uh, hamster going. Yeah, and I just left for six months, and she left, and we. Met each other at the reopening of the our main bar in this town. And I played aloof and things like that. And she was trying to catch me and blah, blah, blah. And I kissed her in the middle of that bar. But then I was like, okay, we're going to meet up again. But what happened there was just insane. Because I was like, you know what? You're not going to come into my house immediately. And so we walked around a bit and we talked and blah, blah, blah. And then we got inside and we just sat on the bed and it, it, an eruption of electricity vibing everything just came down. It was ripping each other apart. It was just such a buildup towards it. And we don't have that. At least I don't have that that much anymore these days. Like when you have a Tinder date, you're, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. But with this, it was just a build-up towards it. And then everything was done, and we were both like looking at each other like, yeah, now we remember. You've had those moments, right? Dude, I've had women show up. They drove an hour each way, so it was a two-hour round trip. One of the oh. gals I had, she lives an hour away one way from me. Okay? Mm -hmm. 
had her drive her ass from her house to my house because I wasn't I wasn't gonna leave the house. It's like no, nope, I'm staying home. Y- you know, you wanna you wanna come up. You know, you wanna see me. You get to come to me. And mm-hmm. she was like done. And I'm like, okay, well I guess I'll see you in an hour. And I honestly was like tossing a coin like 50-50. She doesn't show. Yeah. But either way, I win because I'm home. I, I don't care if she shows or not. Yeah. But she did. And it was funny because, you know, she calls me as she's driving around the complex where I live because she'd never been here before. And at night, uh, if you don't know where I live, it can be confusing to find where I live. So <laughs> I had to guide her in. And, you know, so I go outside and I'm waiting in front of my driveway and she finally, you know, comes rolling in. She climbs out of her car and like throws herself on me, about knocks me over mm-hmm. and starts making out. And then I'm, you know, like, God damn, you know, she had an hour to get more of a buildup going, I guess. You know, her hamster was running the whole time while she was driving mm-hmm. and she's literally, you know, I get her in the door And as she is walking up the stairs, she's stripping as she goes. Oh, yeah. That I'm like, oh, all right. It's definitely going to be that. You know, it's not going to be, oh, hey, let's, uh, you know, let's have a drink. Let's talk for a minute. You know, nope. It was she was peeling their clothes off as she was walking up the stairs and she was not dragging her ass up the stairs. I remember. Yeah, she was moving like her ass was on fire. And it's like and then she was like, where's your bedroom? I'm like, to the right. And she just immediately veered right off in there. It's like, oh, okay, here we go. Oh, those those were the better days. Yeah, man. that was a good time. God, do <laughs> oh, do I do I remember being young and in spring and things like that? Because nobody, like, oh, say whatever you want, but they just didn't care. Girls just when girls like you. And they're, oh my God, man, they really don't care. They just want you inside of them. That's it. And they, oh, great feeling to have. Great <laughs> feeling. But then immediately you know when something is wrong. When you initiate and it's like, no, you're like, okay, what's up? Whoa, 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 whoa. Something is wrong. I don't know what yet. But, and then she pulls the, is it always about sex? Um, it has been for the last three months, so yes. Haven't you gotten that memo? I did. <laughs> By the way, hit the like button, people. And again, I have a one dollar patronage. One, if hundred of you show up, give me the one hundred dollars. That's a hundred dollars a month. Help, help this millennial. Oh, by the way. And um, I'm going to cut this out later on as a separate video. But how to not become a millennial. Red Pill Reads, the book. It is the biggest kick in the dick millennials and boomers have ever had. That book explains so well why millennials are just wasted. We are a wasted generation of no good participation trophy gatherers, collectors, who have nothing but their politics and their plumbing. That book explains so well why we've been lied to, 
how we've been lied to and how we need to live in that lie just to function. Now, I don't live in that lie anymore because, by God, man, boomers have lied to me too. Boomers have lied to me too. But reading that book, if you want an answer on why your life sucks, go read that book. And it's by um, Vince, 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 Vince. Merrick, Barrick, something like that. Vince Barrick. Vince Barrick wrote it. Together with the grumpy old man, Captain Capitalism himself, Aaron Clary. They wrote it together. And it is just brutal. It is a brutal, skeptical, cynical view of one generation. And you know what the best part is? Mm. There's no solution. No. There is no answer or solution to any of it, except when you listen to me, because I have a solution for you. I am a millennial. I, I do not like to admit, but yes, I am. My people, I am a millennial. I admit, <laughs> I was born in the 90s, and I lived through Bill Clinton having sexual relationships with that woman. <laughs> God, you'd have been like three. Yeah, not four, I believe. I remember seeing it on television, I guess. Do I? I think I do. Are you but, sure you remember you actually saw it, or you just remember someone telling you you saw it? I don't know anymore. I don't know anymore. <laughs> but seriously, getting the president impeached on lying because of that? Oh, I'm sorry. I don't want to tell the whole entire nation about my sex life. Right. Excuse me. Hey, if we can have Bill Clinton on Red Evening, sure, I'll take it. But <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to talk about his sex life on CSNBC. No, nope. that's for sure. Nope. No, but that book just explains it all. And you know what the weird thing is? It's common sense. The whole book, I was like, yeah, yeah, you are not a Bulbasaurus Rex. No, of course <laughs> not. But we have gotten to the point where you have to actually, I mean, I cannot comprehend this, where we actually have to explain people that when you have a penis, you are a boy and girls have a vagina. Kindergarten cop with Arnold Schwarzenegger could it's not, have, could not have been made today. You remember that scene? Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Only have a penis. Girls have a vagina. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. <laughs> it's not a tumor. This is a fetid. <laughs> it's a great movie, by the way. Well, like Arnold... All it is is it's coddle culture. That's all it is. Hmm. You guys got lied to. You believed the lies. And the boomers and to a degree even Gen X created the, their own monster. Yeah, but Gen X was like the elves in the Hobbit movie, where they just looked upon the 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 scorched earth the boomers created, and like um, I don't know, you've seen the Hobbit film, right? Yes. Okay, like the first one, which is actually okay. The rest is all shite. But there, you have the Elven King Thranduil on his elk mount, and he looks at the dwarfs. And he looks at them very posh, like, yes, I have a 5,000 elven army, and I can help you, but you're on your own. That's Gen X. 
That's well, Gen X. Like we are, look, we were the ignored redheaded stepchild. Yeah, they Which look upon that. We're like, mm, whatever, you know, you guys duke it out. We're we're gonna sit this one out. Yeah, they look upon the battlefield and are like, no, we're not gonna waste lives on this. Just turn around. Yeah, we're around. we're gonna go over here. We're yeah. gonna go do something else. You guys blame each other and you figure it out. You guys got yourselves there. You didn't want to listen to us, so fuck it. Yeah, it's just amazing. But by God, man, that book. You... It was partially written by Aaron. And Aaron was like, I don't want to publish this because I'm afraid people will come after me. And I'm like, why are you afraid now? You've already stated that there are only two genders. Like, yeah, that's no the shit. worst thing you can do these days. And he, and he already pissed off the whole alphabet group with his target picture you know fuck you target all i wanted to do is buy some goddamn shoes so mm -hmm. you know it's like uh, yeah who are you gonna who's gonna come after you yeah. if they were gonna do it they would have already done it by now yeah and they're just cover. online warriors flexing don't worry yeah. about it aaron you're, you're you're gonna be fine i'm not gonna cut this out by the way the book in it in and of itself deserves a real proper review but i just want to mention it that yes i have not forgotten about it but it is just a kick in the dick. It really is. If you're unaware and you read this, you oh man, you will you will crawl up in a corner and like holy shit, my life was a lie. And I've been noticing that with that coworker of mine because I'm I'm being subtle about it these days. But he just hates competition and things like that. Like, but it's always oh, but other people, but. No, no, stop helping the stupid ones. Stop enabling them. By God, there are so many life ropes out of the boat and they just throw more. Like, guys, cut the ropes. This ship needs to go forward. Oh, but the drowning, nope, cut the rope, cut them all, all of them. What have I said from early on? Let them burn. There you go. And I'm like, let them drown. Yep. But seriously, this ship needs to move forward. Have more healthy competition. Oh, yeah, but uh, people who lose doesn't mean they're not worth anything. Okay, in this competition, it means they're worthless. Yep. Otherwise, they wouldn't lose. Yeah, but second place, second place is first of the losers. Nobody cares about you. That's right. Nobody but, gives no, a shit. No, but they had to cuddle. They had to cuddle, and you know what? By God, man, for fuck's sakes. I, it's the same in kickboxing. By the way, which was awesome this week. We had kickboxing practice, and we sparred with the more experienced guys. They were the most humble athletes I have ever met because those guys could kick the shit out of each other. And they had to spar with Watson and I. They toned it down. They they completely put themselves on our level. And I they was like, dialed it back, huh? They dialed it back, and I was like, "Wow, thanks. That, that's pretty awesome." Because Watson and I sparred against a kid who was a bit more experienced than us, and he just kicked the crap out of us. He he had issues. <laughs> he had issues, man. Because how did I know this? Because there were a couple of times I got a hit in 
and it just frustrated him. And I was like, eh, I don't know if I should keep going with this. He looked like he might, he looks like he might snap. But then with the other guys, they just toned it down and were like, oh yeah, well, you're doing this right. But if you do it like this and they, they spar it and teach you at the same time, it's pretty freaking awesome. That's cool. I, I wish I could kickbox more, but like most majority of the week, I'm not even at home. Nice. Did Peter. You? Oh, he's here. Yeah. He's oh. in the chat. Sup, Peter. Sup, Peter. But okay. What did I want to mention? Yeah. Did you do martial arts? Something like that? Nah. Firearms has always been my thing. <laughs> that is not a bad art to have. No, that's, it, it's gotten me through my life so far. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> that thing that could end the life in an instant. Hmm. Pretty much. Oh, my you know, God. How did you get like, into guns? I grew up with them. Uh, I've shot guns ever since I was a little kid. And it's just, they've always been in my household at some point. So... As I got older, it just be you know I carried on, and then when I got into armored car biz, when I was doing that, um, you did armored carry cars. With, oh yeah, nice. I did. I I worked in the armored car industry for thirteen years, hmm. and so for thirteen years, every day I went to work, I was putting on body armor and strapping a sidearm on, and sometimes depending on the threat if there was anything credible going on that the FBI would tell us about or the, you know, the sheriff's office or someone would sometimes get a hold of us. Sometimes we carried bigger firepower than just a sidearm. But nice. for 13 years, I always carried, you know, some kind of a pistol on me. And that's just, it was always something that I just, you know, it never got old for me. You know, that's one thing that when I got out of that industry and went into what I'm doing now, uh, we obviously don't carry firearms. We don't have a need to carry firearms. But that's one thing I miss is, you know, God, it'd be great to just strap a sidearm on and walk around with that. And nah, it works like, no, 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 no. You're, you're not strapping a gun on. And it's like, oh, come on. I'm not going to use it. You know, it'll just be there <laughs> that everyone will just notice and be like, oh, shit. Yeah. Let me have my pistol. Come yeah, on. Come on. Yeah, it, exactly. But so that's just it's always been part of my part of my life. Uh, even even without having it on the job, I have a concealed carry. And so I carry when I'm, you know, like right now. There's there's firearms around this house. My house is not child safe. Nice. You know, there's multiple oh. firearms everywhere. They're all loaded. They're all chambered. They're all ready to go. Uh, Cappy brought up a good point. Like with the whole mon the, the, the YouTube monetization thing, can't we just have a rated R segment on YouTube? Like, hey, advertisers, this is rated R. Do you still want to? Nope. <sighs> nope. 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 Just couldn't do that. Everything has to be child friendly. Well, th and that's it. You know, it's part of that coddle culture. You know, oh, because kids can get on YouTube. And I mean, it, it's no different than the porn industry years ago to uh, try to combat underage kids from getting into porn sites. They put everything behind a paywall 
and you had to use a credit card, you know, whether they charged you or not, that you had to use a credit card, which was supposedly a way to verify that you were an adult, except when the kids would get a hold of mom or dad's credit card and run it through anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, that it's like, let's, let's, let's not coddle, you know, let's, let's, you know, hey, have conversations with your kids that, hey, maybe, maybe you don't go to these sites and y- you trust them to use their own judgment. You know, I'm not saying a five-year-old, obviously, yeah, you need to police your five-year-olds and your eight-year-olds, but if your kid's 12 or 13, either realize they're going to check it out because that's what we do, or you, you, you know, you trust them to make the the better choice for themselves. Yeah, true. I, oh my God. So I was looking up some lingerie models to put on the screen. Yeah. So I I typed in search engine swimsuit models. And this is what I get. Oh, Jesus Christ. How did I know? For fuck's sake, do I have to type in thin, big-titted swimsuit models to get what I... Do I have to be... Let me me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Jack. What search engine are you going through? Is this DuckDuckGo? Yeah, that's DuckDuckGo. That's coming through DuckDuckGo. Uh, Holy shit. The, the whole thing's been compromised. Do I really have to type in thin, big-titted swimsuit models? Apparently you do. Why can't it just... <laughs> why? Yeah. Chest, you're right. Hungry, McGravy, and PETA, you're right. My eyes, too. Why do you think I'm wearing shades? Oh, oh God. God. I need some bleach. Christ, just have tits. And a flat stomach instead of these A B cup types of god damn it. For uh, I want a guy with six packs abs. I want a girl with big tits. Can't and, we have and both? no gunt? No, we can't have both. No, Jack. No. <laughs> you cannot have what you want. Here, have a million dollars. Girl with big tits? Nope. Ugh. No, you gotta have hungry McGravy. Uh... <laughs> Oh God! All I ask. That was bad, Jack. That uh, you you could have at least in the private chat gave me a heads up for that one, so I could have gone to the restroom or something. I am I am such an altruistic person. People will suffer with me. I was gonna say, obviously, obviously, if you have to be miserable, you're gonna drag everyone down with you. This is the definition of misery loves company, everybody. Yeah, I am. (laughs) Why do you think Cappy likes me? Oh, well, yeah, you guys are two two bitter peas in a pod. Oh, my God. (laughs) Can you imagine if we ever meet in real life? I think the universe will implode with a little cynicism. Probably. It it, it would just turn immediately bitter and sour. Yeah, milk would curdle. (laughs) At least we'll have dogs. At least we'll have dogs. Yeah, there is that. You only have cats, right? Or did you have a dog once? I used to have a dog when I was married. Aw. I <laughs> See well, what you did there? <laughs> you can't take it that way, too. But, you know, I meant that literally. I, You know, she was the, the one that wanted the dog. And so oh, we got yeah. the dog. And, and, you know, the dog was cool. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I miss the dog. I don't miss the ex-wife. I do miss the dog. But... 
the dog bonded with her more than it ever did with me. And so it's like, okay, as part of the splitting shit up here, mm -hmm. uh, you get the dog, I'm going to take the cats. And she was like, well, I want one of the cats. I want the little black and white one that you guys never see. You know, you see Nermal, my other cat. He shows up on occasion. But you guys have probably never seen my tuxedo cat. Well, I told her because she wanted that cat as well as the dog. And I told her, you want the cat, you got to take them both. It's, it's, you're not splitting them up. You know, it is a package deal. Well, you can have all the animals if you want them. But you, you don't get your pick and choose on the cats. You, it's all or nothing. Well, she didn't want all of them, so I kept the cats. I don't want that. I want what I want. <laughs> uh, you know, but she also knew Nermal, the one that you have seen, my main coon, he definitely bonded with me. Mm -hmm. You know, right from the word go, he was always my cat. And, but I just, that was one of the deals in the divorces. You want the cats, it's a package deal, and you can't give them away or whatever and split them up after the fact, you got to keep them. Yeah. You know? Speaking about divorce, have we got any bitches and shit articles? Did you notice anything this week? I'm not much on the spectrum. I, the to be honest, this week I've been busy enough with just real life and, and just kind of, I've, I've taken a, a, a tiny sabbatical from Twitter uh, just because the first like Monday and I think a little bit of Tuesday when I got on the dip shittery was just like intensified and mm -hmm. I was like, Oh hell no. I, I, I can't, I just, I can't even. And so yeah, I had to step away. I, I, you know, besides posting my articles and videos and shit, otherwise, you know, I got on and bullshitted with bull rush and a couple people here and there a little bit on and off, but otherwise I wasn't. I made it a point not to really look at my timeline just because it's like, I, I just can't. Mm. This week was just not the week to be on Twitter for me. So I stayed kind of away. So I don't mm. know what other, what other outrage is going on and what, what the new, what, what's the replacement for semen retention and sunning your asshole and getting an enema. I have no idea what's going on. I don't know what dipshittery is. What's the newest Dumbass thing today. I have no idea. I have no idea either. I saw that Elizabeth Warren got out of the race. I saw that the Democrats are now combining their strengths to beat Bernie. Oh. Uh, I saw that Donald was having fun with it, <laughs> as usual. Well, yeah, he just mocks everything. I mean, say whatever you want, but damn, that man knows how to meme. Oh, yeah. He, he, he knows he's how to use the troll. internet. Yeah, he's a weapons-grade troll. I cannot wait for November. That will be. Uh oh, Jack. All right, great evening is now my show. <laughs> uh, yeah. happened? There. What happened there? I don't know. I fell off. Yeah, apparently. Oh, I think I think I said the T word, and YouTube was like, "Nope, we can't have that." November is coming up. We can't have anybody yet forgetting oh, for him. Oh, that could be. Oh, and you, you said orange man good mm. yep. I said he had humor Yeah he, well like I said he's a weapons grade troll And he stabilizes the economy And unemployment And oh my god he's such a bad man Yeah <sighs> See I 
the last thing I saw, and and it's been going on for a minute, of course, is the the coronavirus thing. I and don't and I, I, I don't either. That's that's part of why I had to get off Twitter. Is everybody's either in a full blown panic over it, or they're all like me, where it's like, you know what? This isn't the bubonic plague. This isn't no. this isn't the end of the world. We're gonna be just fine. Fucking get over it. Just like we got over SARS and and fucking H1N1 and all the other bullshit that came before. Th- this is nothing new. Nope. It, get over it. Yeah, but people have to worry about something, and it's it's stupid. It's well, it not only is it stupid, but it's like it's like I tried telling my my boomer dad here a little while ago. I went over to his house, and of course, he's watching the mainstream media. Oh God, yeah, and I'm just like, oh boy, and of course, they're talking about Corona, and so I said to him when I came in, I was like, oh, you're watching the end of the world, huh? And he laughed, but I was like, Dad, you realize. You don't have to watch this shit because all they're going to do is try and tell you what to be afraid of. Uh, yep. <laughs> and that's all this is. That that's 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 all the mainstream is and honestly in I would say using that old what the Pareto principle, the 80/20 rule. Yeah, 80% of the bullshit on social media is the exact same way. Yeah. And they're they're also just telling you what to listen to and what to be afraid of or what to do too. Eh, fuck it. Figure it out. You'll be fine. Yeah, but again, if you don't watch the news, you'll never be you, – you won't experience anything on the news either. Know what I mean? It's a if waste you, of time. If you don't watch it, you won't experience it in the outside world either. Like a couple of people at work were like, coronavirus, coronavirus. I was like, what's that? Like, huh? Yeah, it's very contagious. And I'm like, okay. Oh. Wash your hands. Don't cough on people. Don't be around people coughing. Yeah, you know, you know what? Maybe you should just work out, eat right, and don't do stupid shit. There you go. Done. Don't be a fuck up. Oh, it's it's not that hard, people. I'm getting tired of telling adults how to adult. So stop. Let, <laughs> yeah, stop. let them burn, dude. Like mm-hmm. I told you a while back when you were talking about your ex who's now married or whatever, and you or you oh, that one. Wedding, and you, you you felt the need to engage her in her debates about bullshittery and oh fit. no, 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 that's the other one. You're you're getting too you're getting too mixed up. Okay. One well. one is gonna marry her ex who cheated. The other one I still sometimes see on birthdays. And that's the one who says, oh, I want to make a career first. And now I'm like, you know what, honey? Go do it. Wait yeah. till you're 40. Wait till you're 45. No, 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 dude. No, you don't even you don't even give them the warning. Fuck it. They no. don't deserve one. I encourage it. There you go. You just, yes, queen. That's mm. right. Get a career. That's what you need. You don't yeah. need no man fish bicycle. You can mm. do anything a man can do. You just fucking feed that you shit. You don't dude. need other Fuck people. Them. You don't need other people. Nope. You need a career. Need you, a career need an office. Stuff. you need a corner office desk. Yep. You need um you need a promotion and you need a McMansion. That's right. That's and you need three cars. Four. Oh yes. Four. Four. Yeah. That's you gotta have the SUV. Yeah. Yeah. One, you know, you one needs to be an SUV. Feed them. Just feed them their own bullshit. Absolutely. Yes, queen. You just fucking hallelujah. You go with it. Fuck them. Yeah, you got better things to do because they ain't gonna listen to you anyway. Oh, and especially dump your kids at daycare. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, do let it. other people raise your kids because that, that works out well. You're going to be just fine. Yeah, you know what? It socializes them. It socializes your children. That's right. That And that's the important thing. That's why school, public school is important. Mm-hmm. It socializes your kids so they're not retarded. And mm-hmm. then you can, you can work on your carbon footprint so that you can do your part to save the climate. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, it needs to learn about geography, even right. though it lives in the states. It needs to know where Denmark is. Right. Who am I to argue? Exactly. Just roll with it. Although it, you do need to know where Denmark is on on a bigger on a bigger scale. Yeah, but, but you, you do need to know where Denmark is though, because Legoland is there. I've never been. I've never been to Legoland. It's only six hours away. <laughs> well, you're a lot closer to it than I am, then. Yeah. I'm still thinking about something. Oh, Max, there's no sarcasm here. We don't do that on Red Evening. No. <laughs> no, we don't do that. Yeah, we, we don't do sarcasm. We speak nothing but agree and amplify. Just yeah. agree and amplify them. When you're, when you're fat fucking loser friends that you work with, your acquaintances, I won't call them your friends. But mm. when they talk about the hardship of being, oh, goddamn, life is hard because I'm a millennial and... <laughs> And I never got a fair shake. You just commiserate right with them. You're goddamn right. We never got a fair shake. Oh yeah, you you just you pay. With it. Yeah, you paid attention. I called them acquaintances, indeed. Yeah. Although, a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, the religious one with the with the uh, supporting hot wife. That's mm-hmm. what. I, if he listens to to this show, he will kill me. He's like, how do you call her? But seriously, though. No. She looks great. They are a great couple. They've got their shit together. They are amazing. Like they are the 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 Tradcon uh wet dream. Oh, okay. One of them. All right. And he is based as fuck. But he found out. He found he found me. He found me. But on on my own on my own grounds, it was like um, he sent me a thing via Twitter, and he was engaging some vegan, and he knows that I do something on the net. But I blocked him on Twitter because I was like, "Yeah, you're not gonna find me because we follow the same people." That's the worst part. But at a certain point, I was like, "Yeah, you know what? You you may know, you may know." So I deblocked him and started liking his things. He was like, "Oh." So that's you. I'm like, yeah. And he started he started reading the things and he was like, this is pretty cool. You've got 2,400 followers? He's like, <laughs> how the hell did you do that? I'm like, well, just piss off vegans and feminists. <laughs> but, but by God, man, it is just so refreshing to talk to him as a, like, he's a dad. And he's also like, yeah, what? dropping my son off at daycare excuse you like what and you can just see the normies and conformies look down on him they're looking down on him and it's i am laughing my ass off like you know what no you're 100 percent right like him caring about your family no you shouldn't do that no no of course not. Leave him be. Like keeping holding your wife up to standards. No, let her grow fat. Like pull the pin on her. Let her grow fat. Who cares about sexual attraction? Nobody does. 
you busy with the chat again? Yeah, I'm fucking. Yeah, well, yeah but th this is kind of what I mean. You know, the chat is distracting. See what I'm saying? <laughs> like we're having a conversation. We're having a conversation. Rob, stop looking at the chat. <laughs> and it's falling flat. <laughs> like, no, I'm busy in the chat. Well, well okay. I'm, I'm sorry for talking to you. No, Go on and fine. type. By all means, continue. <laughs> yeah, by all means, keep on typing then. I'm sorry for being a human being. <laughs> but I do understand that phrase more and more, though. The importance of other humans. Even yes. though they suck, at least they are engaging. Mm -hmm. And I, I wrote something last night, like late at night. And I'm still not completely happy with it. I really have the feeling I need to get my head out of my own ass. <laughs> Are you having an epiphany moment here, Jack? No, but with the writing and things like that. And I talked to the MVP about it. And uh, she she knows what I'm doing. I, a seriously stupid mistake on my part. And she found out. But she thinks it's cool and she thinks it's awesome. And, well, who cares? And she, we were having a conversation. And out of nowhere, she says, yeah, but you are a voice in that community. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not a voice in that community. I'm just a 29-year-old guy with an opinion. And, that's and humble, it. too. <laughs> I am. In fact, I'm so humble, you don't understand. <laughs> that's right you god damn it you should know how humble i'm being humble here yeah. no but <sighs> i need to get out of my own way yeah and like ryan supports this stuff cappy supports this stuff you support this stuff it wouldn't be of value if you guys weren't doing this and in in that retrospect, in that perspective, I am the only one saying, yeah, it's not that important. Yeah, it's just a podcast. It's just that. Know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying, and I disagree with you. Okay, go on. Well, it's just the fact that if you're going to say that's oh, not that important, like I said, I, I, I get... I get where you're coming from. I I know I kind of know where you're going with this, mm -hmm. and and I disagree with you, just for the fact that yeah, it it makes it better when you you can dialogue with someone else or a group of someone else when you got like a full panel going on or something, mm -hmm. and and you can bounce ideas and whatnot like you and I are doing right this second, and, and that part yeah I, I I would say you're correct there, but that it's just a podcast. If it was just you, you know, running your mouth, talking to, you know, screaming at your screen and screaming into the void. Okay. Yeah. Uh, dude, that's how everybody starts. Mm -hmm. And whatever you have to say, it needs to be heard. Okay. Rather, you know, it may not be something I need to hear. For instance, it may not be something uh chest needs to hear. It may not be something Max needs to hear, but there's going to be someone that needs to hear it. Mm -hmm. Okay. It, it's like when, when you hear about people, well, God, why would I want to write another book? It's already been written. Well, the point is maybe your way of saying it connects to someone that they, it clicks for them when the 12 other books never did. 
Okay. So just because 12 other guys wrote 12 other books all on the same subject. About 12 rules for 12 lives. (laughs) Right. No shit. Wash your penis twice. It doesn't mean that, well, the market is saturated and therefore it's already been said. So I, why bother? Mm -hmm. That that's what I'm getting at here with what you, with you. Yeah. Is that even if you were, like I said, sitting in your room by yourself, drinking your coffee, talking into your microphone, yelling at the screen, and it was just you, it's still important. Can somebody DM me on Twitter that yelling at clouds mean of meme of Bruno? I really well, want I, to have that right I now. I probably have that. <laughs> that's the, oh my God, the man who made that. <laughs> no, but that's what I meant. I'm, I'm getting in my own way. Yeah. With, and now I understand that law in 48 Laws of Power, like be bold in your action and act like a king to be treated like one. There comes a point where you need to stop humbling yourself. Yeah. Where you have to cross that point where like, okay, you got the big guys acknowledging you. Now you need to step up. Like now it's not, you're just sitting there talking anymore. Now it really is like, hey, you're part of that gang. Now act like it. I agree with that. So now my chat will only be accessible to paying members because I am awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That would be such a dick move. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. So, yeah, you know, it's, but don't ever, don't ever kid yourself that, that, you know, well, because so-and-so said it and they've been saying it longer and in your opinion, they say it better. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean you shouldn't say it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm of the opinion that, you know, we need more voices because I know I've got guys on my channel that literally some of them have never heard of you. They've never heard of Rich Cooper, for instance. Uh, pretty much they've all heard of Rolo. But Who hasn't? Rolo yeah, is the Simpsons much. of the Manosphere. Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> but a lot of the guys haven't heard of you. They haven't heard of Nick. They haven't heard of Chest. They haven't heard of Ryan. You know, they, they don't know any of these guys. They've never heard of John. And it's like, you know, they literally stumbled across something I did and started following from there. And then it's like, oh, God, you're you're involved in a whole bunch of other shit going on here. <laughs> a whole new world. Well, yeah, that's why I create different playlists where, you know, I've got my Red Evening playlist. Mm-hmm. That, you know, I bookmark all of our videos. Same with John with Dude Party. Same with Nick when we do Let Them Burn. Oh. That way it gets more exposure for guys to go, hey, you know, wow, there's other things going on here with other people. Let's check some of that stuff out. See what these guys are all about. You know, it, it, it's a way to boost the signal. Yeah. Yeah. And well, Chesty mentioning something in the chat and now I'm expressing my real thought about that. <laughs> you are recognizing the difference in approach between someone with self-awareness and let's say a god among men. Well, yeah, I'm still I am still very surprised it took you guys that long. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm honest about that. Like, seriously, what took you so long? What gave it away? 
The ramping at a bull through a porcelain shop immediately selling his book. And by God, like maybe I'm too humbling, but some guys could take an example from me. There, there's me kissing my own ass. <laughs> at least I'm humbled enough to know where I stand. <laughs> you know, <laughs> by God, but even though that I did like the, the talk he did with Troy, I do really like that one, but enough of that, enough of other people, enough about other people, except for Cappy, the most angriest boomer in the sphere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and okay. Cappy's been around. Fuck. I'll bet you he's been around almost as long as Rolo. He was even All here good. before the Manosphere, I believe. He was. He's pre-Manosphere. He, he he's like the missing link between like mm -hmm. pro, you know, pre-red pill guys. Yeah, he's like a proto-red pill guy, basically. Nah. Yeah. He he was around before the terminology came up. Yeah, yeah. He, he's been around for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, true. Like, how did you find all of that? Like, I know you were in a marriage, and was it like your your um, yeah? What? How do you call it? Your disinterest or your just overall unhappiness in the marriage that drove you to here? Or ah, uh, I literally stumbled on it. Um. Yeah, I was unhappy in the marriage, um, was considering either, well, I was considering leaving one way or another, and it was either going to be divorce or death. One way or the other, I was getting out. Mm -hmm. And one day I was just kind of trolling around on the internet, just surfing around. And I don't even remember exactly what it was I found. It, it's kind of like you find a link and then that leads to another link. And the next thing you know, you're knee deep in it. And that's where I ended up at Rolo's blog and started reading some stuff and was just like, holy fuck, some of this stuff, he's just confirmed what I've known for over 20 years that everyone's been telling me I'm crazy. You know, it was a huge relief to realize I'm not crazy, even though everyone from friends and family have been telling me, dude, you're, you're crazy for oh, over 20 fucking years. Yeah. And, and that's when, you know, things started shifting and changing as far as that part went for me. Mm -hmm. And that's when it was like, okay, yeah, I, I need to get out. It's I'm done. That was the best thing. I believe the, the moment where you finally let that last puzzle piece fall, where you realize it wasn't you yeah. who's insane. Yeah, yeah, it's the re literally the rest of the world was nuts, not me. Yeah, like, hey, I'm not insane for not wanting to pay the poor. Yeah. Hey, I'm not insane for wanting to stay with a quanta haha who's acting like a goddamn control freak. Yep. I'm not insane for wanting to just stay at home, read a book, and not deal with useless crap. Hmm. Hey, I'm not insane for not wanting to go into debt for a degree. That was just such a relief. Hey, I'm not insane for wanting a thin chick. Yeah. <gasps> Big one right there. Big yeah. One right there. I know, right? Yeah. 
I, I never knew what that was. I never knew it. Like, because I, I was dating some girl and it was just like, she was nice and all that, but I was just not that much into it. But she was just one size too big. Not even that, but just one size. And I'm like, I just can't get into it. I just Like, a C cup is one thing. But when you're a size, and I don't know the American one, like a size eight, like size size six is the nice hip to waist ratio, right? Is that a size six? Uh, size six is kind of pushing it. Uh, size four? Yeah, probably more like a four. Okay, size four. So size four is my preference. And she was a size six. And I was like, eh. But if you have a C cup with a size six, it looks like a, it looks like a a, a weird B. Know what I mean? Yeah. Like, eh. You can tell me it's a C cup, but it doesn't look like a C cup. Is it a C cup? One of these things, not like the other things. Exactly. One of these things just doesn't belong. <laughs> Did you know the song uh, "The Pretender" by Foo Fighters? Very much resembles that children's song mm -hmm. <laughs> i thought that was funny <laughs> all, all your greatest songs not to you know get derailed and go off track here but most of your great songs have a certain chord progression that they might change the tempo up a little bit but it goes from like b to c to f type of thing mm -hmm. and and I, I there was a comedian i think it was jack black actually and a couple other guys did these progressions where they changed up the tempo a little bit, but that's all they did. And they literally did like journey and they did a bunch of other artists that as soon as they started playing it and started singing some of the lyrics, you knew the song, but mm -hmm. it was the same chord progression. Oh, it was pretty crazy. So you're, you're not wrong when you mention one of these things is not like the other and the, and the pretender and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. It's, you know, you, you, you you can potentially have an unlimited amount of how to do the chord progressions, but there are only so many chords you can do. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, true. That's just the way okay. it goes. We have reached the top of the hour. We're just gonna show away. Why We're not? Show away, people. So, people, you can get on my Patreon now for just oh goddamn a creator account. Come on. Sharing a screen, Jack. Good, good guy. Good kid. You're doing it right. Oh, Jesus, boomer. Oh my God. Just work with me, okay? <laughs> well, while you're shilling for a minute, I'm going to use the bathroom. I'll be right Yeah, back. yeah, yeah. Go. Okay. Now it's working. Now it's working. Share screen. <sighs> Luckily, this is all live. Okay. You can become a patron for $1 a month, five or 10. It's all up to you. If you become a $1 patron, you get four podcasts a month. Four. That's every Saturday. That's about an hour. $5 a month will get you the coffee cast and weekly Q&As. 10 bucks, Q&As, coffee cast, weekly recordings of Manosphere material, and the first Gendernomics audiobook for free. So that's my patronage right there. Um, then you have the Gendernomics audiobook written by Carl from Black Label Logic, narrated by me, me, 
your humble host. You can get it in a bundle pack. You can get it separately. There it is. Also, sponsorship by Curse of the High IQ. Aaron Clary, Bachelor Pad Economics, Aaron Clary. All his other books. You can get my advice on personal training and weightlifting, diet, and all the other things on personalstrengthconsulting.com. Link is in the chat right there. There it is. So if you need help with diet, fitness advice, dating advice, and just overall kick in the dick, you can go there and you can buy Rob a beer at patreon.com forward slash Rob says underscore underscore. And that was about it, I guess. So yeah, buy my shit. Here's my shit. Buy my shit. Give me your money. Kind of like that. I hate shilling, but it needs to be done. Every now and then. I hear Cappy, but I don't see him. Yeah, I know. Here's my shit. Buy my shit. Give me your money. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I know. Like, I have to say that is one of the biggest accomplishments I have made in that year was making my favorite content creators my friends. That, that was a big achievement. Well, and I could say the same thing. You know, that that's, that's been one of my, you know, what, what have you done? You know, it's like, well, I've gotten to meet, you know, the, the geeks from masculine geek. I got to meet Aaron, you know, in the flesh, that type of thing. Uh, what a disappointment that must've been. Uh, he, he's a fucking <laughs> I'll tell you what, that guy's not five foot nine. He's shorter than that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I've I've had a chance to to meet some of these guys in real life. Uh, it, it's it's been a good thing, mm -hmm. you know. And and that's like you say. And I agree with you and Aaron both. Where it is, it's about other people. You know, the the goal is, yeah, make you know, make forge your friendships, whatever you want to call them. Do it where you can ideally do it offline. That way, yeah. if shit happens, guess what? Rather, it's, you know, the end of the world because of coronavirus or YouTube and the SJWs decide to fucking put a gag on us, whatever it may be. You, you've you got people you can contact still. You're, you're not back to square one where, well, you had this great group of guys, but now that you're offline for whatever reason, they're all gone. Yeah, but social justice warriors have always existed they have and they're, i mean they're not that big of a threat no but i mean literally always like i'm reading dostoevsky and that's that's literature from the 1800s and there was a and even he's there too huh even he mentions them like the people who have nothing better to do in their lives but to um advocate for their own virtues Oh yeah. Well, I'm if you want to argue that, Jack, mm -hmm. um I, it goes all the way back, I would even say probably back to the dawn of man if we're really going to go that far. There have always but, been parasites. But bare minimum, you can go back to Christianity itself. Mm -hmm. Because to me at least, that's what a lot of them are. You know, they're they're signaling their virtue and take care of the poor and the needy and all that other shit that you mentioned a little bit earlier. Instead of, you know, the burden of performance. Yeah. 
But, and so it's like, ah, social justice worries have been around, you know, they're, they're, they're part of us, whether we like it or not. That's mm -hmm. just the way it is. There will always be parasites. There yes. will always be people who will want what you have. Like, uh, yeah, it is a, it really is a sign of comfort where you want nothing more but other people's shit. Like, the only thing that there's left to have is other people's money. Know what I'm saying? No, like, I, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, like, you have your food, you have your clothing. Oh, man, food. I like food. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I got distracted. <laughs> I really got distracted right there. But you have your food, you have your clothing, you have everything. The final thing. As millionaires and billions. Seriously, the hypocrisy. The hypocrisy on Bernie, man. Like, seriously, you've got free houses, you're a millionaire, and now you're like, oh, my God, man. Wow. Like, why do we have to keep explaining to people what a fucking hypocrite these socialist politicians are? Really? Like, they are the millionaires, people. And here they are being a millionaire. If you really cared about the poor that much, you would not have been a millionaire. You would have distributed your wealth. But they don't do that. And here you have it. Yeah, but, but well, he fights for the people. No, no, he doesn't. No, he does not. Same with Bono. And I realized this at a very young age, luckily. But I, I remember sitting in a movie theater, sitting in a movie theater, and, of course, the commercials came. And you've had all these well-known Dutch actors and Bono. I hated Bono. I still, to this day, hate Are, we are you talking about U2's Bono? That one. Oh, there was only yeah. one giant piece wanted of to shit. Make, wanted to make sure we're, we're talking about the same Bono. There is only uh, one giant piece of shit in this world, and that's Bono. By God, man. And okay, the older, older celebrity Dutch people and Bono were like, they were on this giant screen in full makeup and full attire. Everything. Telling me in the movie theater. You need to give up your money. That I needed to give up my money. I'm like, you've got 500 times the amount of money I have in my fucking bank account. And you're telling me to give it away? Fuck you. Fuck you. All the way to kingdom come and beyond. That's a lot of fucking. That's how hard you can go and fuck yourself. Telling me. How do you really feel, Jack? You're being kind of vague. Oh, shit. <laughs> These people could go fuck themselves so hard with an iron fist that there will be no amount of painkillers that will nerve the system down to calm down the pain they would feel from fucking themselves so hard with that iron fist. <laughs> like... Standing on top of that hill, virtue signaling. And I was young back then. I was like 16, 17, where I was like, <laughs> these people are hypocrites. 
And no. everybody around me was like, oh, yeah, they're so, they're so humanitarian about saving the poor. And I'm like, for fuck's sakes, why, if they, if they want to save the poor, then why are they still millionaires? We could get around with like 20, how much? I don't know. Uh, in euros, it's like 40,000 a year, even less. Like, we could get around with that. Why don't they cut their expenses down to that? No, they now, don't. Now you're just talking crazy talk, Jack. Now you're just talking crazy talk. I never understood that. Like, okay, if Jack. you advocate for that so much, why don't you do it? No, you stand on your golden molehill with your twenty, thirty thousand million dollar McMansion, screaming to a guy like me, "You need to give up your money for the poor." How about you go and what? Fuck yourself. Bingo. <sighs> See, Jack, this is why we're gonna we're gonna tie this into a circle here. This is why your show needs to exist. Yes. Okay. To tell people to go and fuck themselves. Well, give see, me your money. Because <laughs> Cappy can tell people to go fuck themselves because he does that all the time. Oh, yeah. But uh, he goes your to generation doesn't listen to Cappy because he's a boomer, even sure. though he's not a boomer. But, you know, they're not necessarily going to listen to me because I'm a boomer. You know, I got the, you know, the beard and shit going on. What the fuck do I know? I don't know nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's the, the stereotype of your generation. And the Zoomers, too. Oh, you're an old man. You don't know anything. You know, and it's like, whatever, that's fine. You're right. I don't know shit. That's cool. <laughs> you know, but you they can relate to, mm -hmm. you know. And so this is why your show is necessary. This is why you run in your mouth, whether you're talking to me, because, I mean, it even happened earlier tonight. You know, we got guys that are like, who's the old dude? You know, who's this old guy? Does he even have sex? You know, <laughs> can he I still thought, function? <laughs> yeah. You know, and I'm like, thinking, okay, this is a, a millennial or a zoomer or some dipshit. And that's fine. Oh, he was talking to you. I I don't know. He might've been taught. I assumed he was talking to me because I that's thought he meant me because I thought he meant me. I gave him a time out. I was like, fuck you. Yeah. I, I don't know if he, I, I assumed he was talking to me and that's okay. Cause I'm just like, oh, you get to learn, you get to burn. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I do not give a fuck. It's like, whatever, I'm good where I'm at. I'm happy. You know, you want to come talk to me and hear what I got to say? Great. If you don't find that's fine too. Mm -hmm. I don't care. You know, Generation X does not give a fuck. Uh, you know, I know Chesty brought that up a while back on Twitter. He was talking about Gen X and it's like, yeah, he pretty much encapsulated it. The Han Solo of generations. Well, that's kind of it. You know, and we're just like, yeah, fuck it. You know, Cappy cares as much as he says he doesn't because he's been running his mouth longer than most of us. I realized that yesterday. That if Cappy he really didn't care, Cappy would disappear. Yeah, true. He, but he has the means. He has the ability that if he really was like, fuck it, I'm done. He might still post a picture here and there of, hey, you know, how's work, assholes? And that would be about all you would get. Yeah, but he might even be the biggest oh, humanitarian of all. Decided to fucking show up. Look who's in the chat. Oh, for fuck's sake, John! <laughs> you fat fuck! For God's sake, you finally stopped eating, did you? For God's sakes, man, put the cookie down. 
<laughs> You're an hour late. Hour and 20. Hour wow. and 20. Late to class. This is definitely a tardy. I will fat shame him all the way back to the States. <laughs> Did you know, by the way, as soon as John left to Tokyo, the obesity rate fell down by 3%? Oh. Seriously. Uh, those new numbers are not accurate. They don't calculate in John. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. <laughs> I was wondering what was shaking the planet, but in, apparently he just woke up. <laughs> My God, man. <laughs> he just woke up. Well, the link is in your DMs. <sighs> oh, Ivar. Ivar is here, too. By yeah. God. No, but that uh, time he rolled in. Yeah, but I, I, I figured that out about our dear captain. Like he must he must really be the biggest humanitarian, and that's why he's so pissed off because nobody listens to him. He's exactly. like, Here, I have all this knowledge. I can help you. I can truly help you save your miserable life. Man, and, no one wants to hear it. He's well, the think, what's that fable or that story? Fuck, Chest probably knows this. He's got all sorts of useless information rolling around in there. That that is one of those. He's the factoid guy. It's what I love about Chest. Chesty, who's the what's that fable about the guy that ran around looking for an honest man and he could never find one? What was the name of that shit? Hmm. What was the name of the guy or the name of that fable or the story and? It was some guy running around looking for a wise man, or a, no, not a wise man, an honest man. Isn't that and, Socrates? No, nah, I don't know. I don't think it was Socrates. I don't remember who it was. Pizza Cortese. <laughs> but <laughs> the guy basically ran around as the Diogenes. Thank you. There it is. See, I, I, I could always count on Chest, man. This guy, he's a, he's an educated motherfucker. Oh yeah, he is. Chesty Very educated. <laughs> no shit. Put Atham to shame, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. You know, all, yeah. all of the brain power, half the Mexican. But uh <laughs> Oh, so he's not on welfare? Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh but yeah, you know, but that guy spent like his whole life running around trying to find an honest man, and he never could. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's Cappy. That Cappy is modern day Diogenes. That that's who he is. It's like Cappy. Nobody gives a fuck except you. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean quit because I admire what he does because somebody's got to do it. Mm -hmm. And Cappy's chosen to wear that mantle, you know, because me, I'm not going to do it. It's like, <laughs> no, I'm just going to shit post and crack jokes and smoke cigars and drink beer. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm going to do. And I'll throw a few things out here and there. You know, but whether people want to listen or not, I, I don't really care. Mm -hmm. It's like, whatever. I, I do this for the laughs. You know, he also lives in a barrel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he flies on the Chicken Express. Yeah. Oh, oh man. PewDiePie did a video on uh, Dionysus. Diogenes. Diogenes. Yeah. Dion. He did a video on that. Seriously, PewDiePie is my new guilty pleasure. His reaction videos to, to Dr. Phil are freaking hilarious. Nice. <laughs> because you have these entitled girls, really entitled girls, and they're like, I can do what I want. I'm 15. I'm an adult. I can suck dick for drugs. Wow. <laughs> and PewDiePie is like, my God, my God, we have an adult up in here. It's just his, his, his pure 
memification of it all is just great. <laughs> Send her to the ranch. Apparently, Dr. Phil has a ranch for for troubled younglings. I mean, what did you want to have a ranch for? <laughs> oh, dude. No, that reminds me. There's there's a there's a facility I go to about every about every eight weeks to pick up their material to dis uh, to destroy it mm -hmm. it is a it's a well i'm not exactly 100 percent sure what it is but it's definitely part rehab facility mm -hmm. and i mean talk about palatial estate i walk in there and i'm like god damn i don't want to walk on the carpet you know i don't want <laughs> i think i'm going to bring dirt in here type of thing when i'm wheeling my gear around to pick up their stuff. And I'm thinking these are people that are, you know, coming off of whatever substance, whether it be alcohol or drugs or whatever. And it's like, how would it be to, to rehab in a facility like this? You know, you got the Zen music going on and mm. whales in the background. And I mean, this facility, this is not a public facility. This is not a state run facility. This mm -hmm. is a private facility that it's like, you got to have money to go to this rehab. It mm -hmm. reminds me of like celebrity rehab that it's like, Oh really? Wow. You know, Oh, your, your addiction must be terrible. So yeah. hey, about time. Good Find morning. Good morning. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, we can hear you. Chatting, I, I, I have this new audio set up with a mixer and all that. So I just got to make sure it works. Now you're going yeah, full pro then, huh? Yeah, that's right. So is that the Joe Rogan mic? So, uh, yeah, so he's actually got to produce proper quant like proper content. <laughs> well, if he do if he's not eating, you mean? You can turn the bass up and drop your voice like an octave type of thing and really sound like Barry White now. Yeah, I don't even fucking touch uh the the, the interface like cuz it's so like I I did the Tokyo Crypto show recently with the Charlie but like it just kept on echoing the entire show but I I finally did like a test stream last night. And, well, uh, you sound good now. Yeah, mm -hmm. fucking finally. And I got a, I have a, a Sony A6000 um, for this. Like, Get the wow. super zoom. Wow, we're wow. seeing his necklace here. Wow. And his two chest hairs. That, there's only that are, those aren't even actually chest hairs. This is just like my pubic hairs. Oh, uh, the, I was I was not gonna mention that but since you just outed yourself. Yeah, uh, you taped a couple pubes onto your neckline. I I get it. Uh, upwards. Well, we've got we we've got thirty minutes left of John. How have you been, John? Uh, oh man, I just slept. I've been I've been sleeping a lot lately. You don't have coronavirus, do you? I probably do. Yeah, you uh, probably do. Yeah. You'll survive. I may or may not have raw dog the Chinese girl that had the entire cast of One Piece tattooed on her fucking tramp stamp area. Really? So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's an easy target. That's an easy target, man. Just go for it. Rob and I, I did, talked I about that. I didn't even know. Like, when I met her, I was, she, like, looked so conservative and, like, everything. <laughs> and then when she took off her clothes, like, on the front of her... She had a tattoo that said, suck me right above her pussy in English. I was like, yikes. Wow. Oh, That's I'll, a green light. She's a gamer too, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, like, man. Infiltrate that sexual marketplace. Infiltrate mm. it. Oh, man. I love it. I, just, I can't be bothered to like 
American girls are just so like they got like no this got no fucking decency. They got like oh. there's no self awareness. Like, I, I, you know, obviously I have toy around on on seeking arrangement where it's like obviously I got the money, I'm the fucking boss, right? And still, <laughs> like these new the girls that signed up, the new ones, they're just so irreverent. They don't get it and they don't last. There, it's funny. Like it's funny to see the girls come on there, and like you could see them, you could see like their their profile attitude change. Oh, and yeah. slowly they get more humble, and then the fucking just they can't make it. Yeah, but it's hang. not. It's not just American uh, girls, John. It's European it's as well. Western, oh. Western bitches. Yeah, I yeah. see that here too. Where I'm like, do you not have common courtesy? Like just, just normal, basic decency. Yeah. They don't even have that. I'm like, whoa. Like, thank you and please. Is that Seriously. so much? To, is that so much to ask? I, um, I made an anonymous uh, donation to help a friend out the other day. I'm not going to say like who he is or whatever, but anyways, a guy, a guy I know he needed some equipment and I've been friends with him for a while and mm -hmm. this is not a slight at him, but it's just like, he needed a $300 lens for his camera. And I was like, well, you know, he's been a friend of mine for a long time. I see him struggling. I said, fuck it. I'll buy it for him. Right. So I bought it for him and I was like, Hey man, I sent this. I was like, don't, I was like, just don't tell anybody I did this for you, whatever. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was like, don't tell any of our friends just like, you know just make your art and like when i come to orlando do a photo shoot with me and he's like yeah yeah totally totally no problem no problem he, he does make some really fucking good art but mm -hmm. he fucking guy didn't say thank you i was just like <laughs> you know he was like he's like well he's he said dude he's like well and i called him out i was like bro you didn't even say thank you and he's like well bro i said that's amazing and i feel like i'm gonna cry right now i was like yeah i know yeah, but, but it's I was just, just like like, like two words i i just don't get it like just fucking <laughs> Say thank you, you fucking <laughs> cocksucker. Say it. <laughs> say thank you. <laughs> say thank you. Say it now. Say thank you now. Damn, mm -hmm. God damn it. Oh, that is seriously a very well representation of how that feels sometimes. Like, uh, bitch. That was awesome. Yeah. I, it's also, it, it's from living in Japan, you know? I, oh, I mean, the gun? No, the the thank the the no the thank yous. You know, like yeah. everybody in Japan is like, you know how you how you you know how Japanese guys fucking out alpha each other here. They fucking out polite you. You know nice. that's 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 what they do. So everybody here has such manners. Like anytime I do something for my fucking girlfriend, she always says thank you. And like I probably say thank you every day, like at least at least five to fifteen times. I'm not even joking. No, but this is should. part of the culture. And, um, you know, I don't know. People with bad manners really fucking piss me off. Like, uh, you know, I had, I had a friend come stay with me, and he was just like, oh, I wanted to fucking, I wanted to fucking pistol whip him. The one you told me about that couldn't even walk for 10 minutes? Yes. That one? Oh, God. Yes. Shoot him. <laughs> and then fucking comment over, and every time he's eating, just like, like a fucking dog. I'm just like, can you chew with your mouth closed? If any, if I ever seen you guys at Rule Zero Live, or if you're staying in the hot dude house and you're eating like a slob, I'm gonna fucking hit you. you I, that's a that's a big big pet peeve of mine. Like having somebody slop around like a fucking pig. Uh, it's, it's, no, but it it really is just common goddamn decency. Please, thank you. Eat with your mouth closed. Do not interrupt when somebody is speaking. Well, we do that sometimes, but we're mm -hmm. having a basic conversation. But know when to shut up. Yep. 
And for some odd reason, it is just out of this world to expect that from people. And one more thing, and well, it, I could shit on you now, but I won't, but come <laughs> on time. I didn't know this was an official thing. I thought Of course it was. It was. <laughs> You've was, only been it... fucking harping on coming on for like a goddamn month. This show now. sucks. I don't <laughs> want to be on this show. There's so much for manners. There's fucking six, <laughs> 16 people are watching. What is this, the Red Man Group? <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, no. Red Man Group. Wow. Half my viewers. Now going straight for the nut punch. Oof. Oh, Oof. Did, oh, man. Did you see all? Did you apparently this guy is still talking shit about me? Did you see what he wrote out the other day? I put it on my oh, oh, fucking, I banged my sister Judas. <laughs> <laughs> he oh. he ruined, he almost ruined Legend of Zelda. I'm trying to bring it back to our no side. one can ruin Zelda. That guy ruined his sex life because he dumped his sister. Oh. <laughs> we really are going for that, didn't we? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I didn't, I did not want to be the one who actually made a he fucks his sister reference, but I'm glad you did. I, I was, I was waiting to do it, but luckily he, you were. He watches me. my show every fucking day. Okay, really, but, it, dude. He, he watches my show every day. He, I get the same five thumbs down every day because he has like multiple accounts. Yeah, <gasps> I have four dislikes. He's here. Yeah, I'm uh, sure he is. So, anyway, but, like, bro, fuck that guy. First of all, he would never say that shit to my face because he's not a real man. Second of all, he bangs his sister, so fuck him. Mm. And, uh, I mean, the third of all, it, I tell everybody this. Like, look, guys, for you guys in the uh, Red Pill community, right, watch watch this guy. This is the most priceless uh, piece of evidence right now because you're watching a guy – 100% self-destruct and ruin a business. I was like, this is how you watch somebody ruin their business. I can't, I don't know, it won't let me share this incognito window, but I'll just go like this and okay. show you. Maybe It's you pretty make... awesome how you did that, by the way, the hot dude transition. I yeah. know, it's, it's funny, when you do quality things, you get a quality show, right? <laughs> but how do you do that? Is it OBS or what is it? Yeah, it's OBS and it's called a stinger transition. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I had some guy on on Fiverr do it. It was like thirty two dollars to make it. Oh wow! So, anyways, um, so yesterday I featured this clip right here yeah. on um my show, right, and then right after my show, guess who fucking puts this that same clip up, right? Uh. And then uh, speaking of dumb Americans, this is I mean this is was it when they were talking on oh, the five million Bloomberg thing? Yes, Math and then hard. um. Oh, he's going to be really happy when he sees Kyle Trouble on my fucking show next week. <laughs> oh, God. Um, let's see. Ah, Rivolini, your f new friend. Oh, that guy is fucking dorky also. I, I, to be honest, I was surprised of his low notch count. Relatively wow. low, relatively low, because he mentioned that and he was like, I only fucked six girls in 2018. And I was like, Aren't you this world famous pickup artist? No, like, bro. He he's a professional fucking tweet guy. Like uh, all, a lot of these guys are just professional tweeters. Mo listen, every person I've met from like the red pill community offline, other than my dudes from the hot dude army, I've been fucking extremely disappointed in like their ability as a game. Oh, and this is why I always say when somebody asks me, like, Jack, what do you do? I am just a pissed off 29 year old. Done. 
No yep. expectations. <laughs> I just say I'm, I'm not a PUA. I just, I'm a dating coach that teaches guys how to get their shit together. Man, I just know how to get laid, and you want some advice on it done. I know how to lose weight and how to lift and things like that. I can help you out on the fucking basics. Yeah. Where is this idiot? As I told Rob today, like, sometimes it gets tiring to tell an adult how to adult. But that's what I do. That's why you charge. To keep idiots away. Yeah, well, especially that. Like, I'm I'm having a conversation with uh, Robert, the guy you uh, hooked me up with. Robert is amazing. Robert, James, oh, yeah, the guy who guy. made my website, he is amazing. But I'm gonna ask him if, if he could implement a new PayPal button. Where I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna charge more because mm-hmm. I have my real life going on and it's going well. And if I have to make time for you know this outside of red evening and things like that, I'm just gonna t- charge extra. Because you know what? My real life is a priority, people. And I understand why Rich Cooper asks so much. People who don't understand that are just fucking leeches. Rich Cooper makes six figures a month. Whoa. You know what I mean? He doesn't fucking need people's like, he just, when you get to that, I'm I'm not up at his level, but I'm at the the point now, like, I don't want to fucking talk to anybody (laughs) who's going to be a waste of my time. You know, we are humble. You are here. Well, no, I, I feel sorry for Rob. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do too. <laughs> he, he's just, you know, you know, fluffing me. So I'll come on, dude. Party tomorrow. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. John is just pissed off. I've got things to do on Saturday. Where the hell is? Uh, I'm gonna. I'm trying to figure out. I can't like. Sp- sort through all of his uh, mental retardation <laughs> yeah you're trying to sort out an artist like good it, luck with that it was something about like hold on I'll, let me just look he was making some passive aggressive comment about me how can you still view him oh of uh, course he doesn't know yeah no no he he blocked my shadow account oh the one i made you yeah yeah he did but I, he's dumb. He doesn't know the power of uh, incognito. <laughs> ah. <laughs> but what's funny is I didn't even like people hit me up on um on Instagram with all sorts of screenshots of him. And they're like, yo, this guy's guy's. Oh, here it is. This is it right here. <laughs> OK, OK. Um, John, John, John. I want to have you full screen there. Yeah, it says. There are a bunch of frauds in the manosphere, big and small, who talk a lot about gaming women but truly suck with them, do not know how to even kiss or fuck women properly, mm-hmm. sad losers rambling about body language and various other bullshit they don't understand. <laughs> I wonder who he means. By God, man. Oh, my God. And then, like, I've moved on. That was on March 3rd. So that was, like, four day- three four days ago. It's just hilarious. Like I'm rent free in his mind. Um, I don't. There's a. I don't know. Have you Have you been watching my friend that's been coming on the show lately? Uh, the Hollywood hot dude. Have you been seeing that guy? The Hollywood hot dude. Which one is that? Oh no, you've been missing out on that guy. He's a scary guy. Dude, I've been I've been working and things oh, again. Man. I have a normal life besides this. I've been well, I've been trying to rack this one up. It's it's all the way to the floor right now. So yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's yeah, really good. I, I think I wanted to like go across the room. <sighs> that would be fun. I think I can manage that. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think it'd be. No, but who is he? That. 
Hot Dude Hollywood. Which one is that? Hollywood Hot Dude. I don't know. He's he's a pretty scary guy. He's he's uh he's a, he's a tough dude. Let me see if I can find a clip of him. Everyone in the manosphere is a is a tough guy. He, <laughs> scary he came, tough. Guy. He came on the. Uh... Yeah, let's see. He, uh... You know what? You know what was pretty cool to find out. Mm -hmm. That Rolo used to do martial arts tournaments. Like, is there anything he hasn't done? He used to do fencing. Yeah. Yeah, I know he does fencing, but also martial arts. And he was in a rock band. And he did Shakespeare. <laughs> and he did Shakespeare. <laughs> and he bangs swimsuit models. And he paints miniatures. And he is a trad con by heart. <laughs> and not to piss on him, but I mean he has a family man. Yep. And he designed Dutch vodka. And should we go on? And he is an author. Wait, is there anything he doesn't do? Hey, he does D&D, right. &D too. He does D&D, &D too. All right, here we go. I got this. This is this is, this is earlier this week. I'll, I'll share it. Hold on. There you go. Yeah, yeah, sure. This guy. The, it, I've, I've heard just some rumors that, that Anthony Johnson has really pissed off this guy. And this guy, I'm telling you, this is not the guy you want to be pissing off. Okay, let's go. This is from episode 215. Oh, uh, that one. I saw a bit of that one. Yeah. Take, <laughs> that take a look at this guy right here. This is somebody. I'm telling you, Anthony Johnson better watch out. Special report. Good morning, gentlemen of the Hot Dude <laughs> Army. We Fuck take a break you. from today's episode for a very special <laughs> announcement from the Hollywood Hot Dude. Yeah, good morning, brother. How you doing today? <laughs> doing pretty good. How about you? Not bad, not bad. Got myself a little cheese here, you know? What's with the cheese? Well, the cheese is to lure out all the rats that are in the manosphere trying to con guys and act like they've got their shit together, like they know how to understand the big three money, muscles, and game, but there's only one name in the manosphere that does it the best, and that is Jonathan from Modern Life Dating. I heard he has something coming up, uh, which is a very special event at the end of March. Oh, yeah, you goddamn right he has. <laughs> March 26th is the enrollment period for Body Language Mastery 3.0. It's three because you get... Three brand new weeks of full daily training by the top legends in the Manosphere, including myself, the United States champion, Rolo Tomasi, Richard Cooper, Ryan Stone, Ed Lattimore, and so many more. You're not going to want to miss this one. That sounds like a lot of value. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? You just go to modernlifedating.com forward slash body language. Because you know what? I'm out. It's time for a rat hunt. You heard it here first, gentlemen. March 26th, mark your calendars. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. I like I said. I, I knew you had a new video, and I was wondering, oh, is John going to ask me? Oh, sure, I'll show it. But you, But that wasn't even me. That was just some studio footage from my friend, the the Hollywood hot dude. Like oh, that, yeah. that guy's a tough guy, man. I'm, yeah. I'm really afraid. He, he should work on his Randy Savage, though. Yeah. He's, he's not Randy Savage. He's Hollywood hot dude. So, okay. he's like. This guy, but, but this, this, uh, this guy, uh, really pissed off. Uh, this Anthony Johnson really pissed off that guy. So I, I got a message that 
<laughs> we're going to be getting another video message from him. He's all, you know, he's in America and I'm, I'm in Japan. And yeah, um, <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. Anthony Johnson better watch out. This guy, this guy, uh, this is a tough guy, you know, <laughs> <laughs> say whatever you want, John, but you are funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus, you have a humor. Oh God, yeah. man. Uh, hey, John, I wanted to ask you something. You know more about this than I do, because I, I, I had a. Uh... No, we we were just wondering. Like me and the MVP, we were wondering. Like we were talking about watches and brands and things like that. And mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, but what about a gold Rolex? Is a gold Rolex an investment? Like, does it increase in value? Because of course it's gold, but. It's a watch as well. Like, does the yeah. price of gold come with the Rolex, or yeah. do you have to view that as separately? Yeah, no. The gold, I mean, gold in itself appreciates, and value of Rolex appreciates. You have to take care of the Rolex. Obviously, you can't have it all smashed up and stuff. Mm -hmm. But if you ever watch, there's an American show called Antiques Road <clears throat> Antiques Road Show, mm -hmm. and uh, there's there guys that have like you know they're buying. Rolexes in Germany in like World War II, Ooh. and they bought them for like you know a couple hundred bucks back then, and then they appreciated to, um, some of them up to like a hundred thousand dollars per watch. Wow. So nice, you know. For me, when I I, I bought the Rolex, obviously because I had like the poor kid insecurity mindset growing up, and I was just mm -hmm. like, "Fuck this, I'm not poor anymore. Suck it." You know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can buy lightsabers at Rolexes. That's right. That's right. And um. You know, so I just got the the Rolex and stuff because I really wanted, um, I wanted to like, you know, tell myself like, you know, I've achieved my goals, kind of like a reminder, like, you know, I fucking knocked it out. But yeah, if you take care of it, the Rolex, I mean, I, I know, I know I, every single one of you guys watching right now and every single you guys in the chat, you cannot walk into a Rolex dealership right now and find a Daytona Rolex. You cannot. They are sold out. And what's even crazier is the MSRP on the Daytona Rolex is $12,000. But people are buying them and reselling them. I mean, one of the, the the Rolex I'm after right now is a is the, the all-gold Daytona with the green dial. Yeah. That one is like $45,000 right now. Oh, And I've been watching it go up in value from $30,000 last year. Now it's $45,000. Some places it's $50,000. So a Rolex would be a proper investment if you've got the right one. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you talk about like cash flow and stuff, you're probably if you're gonna take the money you can get with the Rolex, you're better off like buying a house or getting some some sort of like uh, re revenue generating cash flow generating property or something like that. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's kind of like I, I I I factor in my mortality to a lot of my purchases. And so I'm like, well, you know, I'm gonna, I've got, I'm like 34, I'll probably die when I'm like 80, so 50, you know, well, <laughs> yeah. shit. But that's ain't that's that could possibly happen too. <laughs> <laughs> With your habits, yeah. So I'm pretty healthy these days. Yeah, um, but it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's the 20s is where I really went crazy. I mean, you're fat, but you're less fat. <laughs> I'm losing weight. I'm losing. Weight. I know. I... My guys, uh, my guys were complimenting me on how slim I looked yesterday on my chat. I was like, "Hey, thank you very much." They're just being nice. No yeah, worries. I'm, uh, I'm going to Outback Steakhouse tonight, though. I'm, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, but you should pig out every once in a while, man. I mean, well, I'm not eating. I'm not. I'm not I just woke up. I won't eat all day. I'm going to go to the gym. Yeah, but that, that, that's good. And you're you're I'm... calculating it in. 
yeah, it's going to be my one meal of the day and I'm going to like do, I'm going to work out an hour then I'm going to do an hour of elliptical to like really just and mitigate the calorie damage that I'm going to do tonight at the at dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, I mean, I do that too. I mm-hmm. do that too. I mean, with me, it's also an 80-20 thing, but we also have to take into consideration that I am already slim. So when I fuck up my diet, it isn't that disastrous. Yeah. So when I say those things, you shouldn't take it that seriously. No, everybody, anyway. I got, trust me. I got Myron Gaines in my fucking text message all the time. Like, dog, no. you're so fucking fat, bro. What the hell is going on? Yeah. <laughs> like he doesn't, <laughs> he sh- he doesn't sugarcoat it in anything. So, you know, um, but yeah, with, well, going back to the, going back to the, the Rolex thing. Yeah. It, it, it is an investment. I mean, I just always wanted one, you know? I bought, I, that's why I bought those gold chains too. When I wear yeah. between this one and the other one in my room, you know, it's like ten thousand dollars worth of gold that I wear. But again, I it's it's a show prop, so I'm gonna I'm gonna expense it on my taxes. I'm like, yeah, this is a show prop. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, it, it's gold, and if you've been keeping an eye on gold, price of gold has been going up. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I've been doing that. I bought my Rolexes. I bought or about my one Rolex. I bought the gold. I had set aside some fiat, and then I have. Uh, I'm not gonna say exactly how many, but no, I, have sev- you I have several Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Put it that way, and I'm watching yeah. that, watching that go up. So, yeah, no, was- but I was wondering why you bought the gold. Like, if that was a um, a pre-thought of not just an accessory, but also the investment made in gold. That's what I told myself. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not just buying this to show off, you know. <laughs> oh, I do. I, why, Baby Jesus. I, because, like, the you know, Jesus is silver, right? And the cross is gold. How dare you? The, the Jesus is white gold. Oh, okay. White gold. Yeah. That that, that cross piece was 1500 bucks. Really? The piece alone. Yeah. Damn. 24 karat gold, yellow gold, and then 18 karat. I don't know. I don't know what karat Jesus is, but I do know he's white gold. Uh, nobody cares what Jesus is. Like some say he's black, some say he's white. Who cares? <laughs> Dirty little Mexican. <laughs> so, but yeah, that, I mean, it, it's fun to buy this stuff, and like you know, I work hard. And, oh, I um, can imagine that. I, I remember getting my coat. It mm-hmm. was just like ring it up. Just like <laughs> I won't mention the price, but it just felt good, man. I had been saving it. for that thing for years, and just you really? walk in. You fit it, and you're like, yep, mine. I recently bought an expensive coat last year from Zara. Not not crazy expensive, but like 220 bucks. Mm-hmm. I thought the quality would be, you know, through the fucking roof. No, but, because it's still Zara. Yeah, man. As soon as I put it on, the fucking button fell off. I, like, buttoned it. Yeah. And, like, the button just, like, popped off. And I was like, what the fuck? I literally bought this, like, you know, six days ago. Yeah. And that's why, I mean, Zara can make their products expensive, but it's still Zara. You can't yeah. polish a turd. If you want mm-hmm. a good fucking coat, go big or go home, man. Like Boss, Gucci, Prada, mm-hmm. whatever. And I know they're all brands and things like that. But if you like the coat you and I have, mm-hmm. if you want a good officer's coat, things like that, you really just need to go big or go home. And to be honest, I did cheat a bit. I went to an outlet. That doesn't matter. But, Who cares? Yeah, but it's still it. I mean, that coat will last me my lifetime. At least that's the plan. Because, well, first of all, I don't want to get fat. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> like you, but <laughs> <laughs> but I just love that thing so much, just how it looks, everything, and and I talked to weirdly enough Tristan Tate about this too because I saw his coat. It was like, sir, that is a good coat. And he agreed with me, like a good winter coat. Mm-hmm. You you buy for a lifetime. You yeah, I, I'm new. To, I'm new to this whole winter coat thing because I'm from Florida. I'm like, we don't need to buy like winter coat is like you know z- zip up your hoodie. Yeah, <laughs> you're good to go. So and, it, I, and like I bought this Japanese one, um, this Japanese winter coat in 2015. Right, and I paid fucking ninety dollars for a a Uniqlo one. Mm-hmm. And that fucking thing lasted forever. And so I figured like, oh, well, you know, this thing lasted forever. So if I just pay double the price at this brand, I assumed that this shit would last just as long. Mm-hmm. And I was fucking super wrong because that shit was trash. Like the uh, like the uh, Versace robe. Where is that thing? Um, that piece of shit somewhere around here. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, remember the video I sent you with the bitch in the same robe? Oh, oh yeah, I mean McGregor's <laughs> worn it. Jorge Masvidal was recently wearing it. It's popular. I gotta take it. I I, I was brushing my teeth in it, and I, there's like a white like thing right here, like that. I just like some drool fell out. Because <laughs> 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 I got one of those automatic toothbrushes that makes like a shitload of froth when you brush your teeth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I've been working on my teeth lately too. So yeah, same uh, here. Then you know that that the, the the drool got all over it, and then I I put it in the I put it in the washer one time, and then like the the yellow kind of faded, and I was like, Yeesh. and then I read the tag is like dry clean on, and I was like, oh fuck, oh so, no, oops, yeah, fucking. Oh, that that is the only thing, by the way, with with a coat like mine, I don't trust anybody with it. Like mine is dry clean only, but I just don't want to drop it off with some complete stranger. What's John doing? Hmm. He's getting something. Oh, there he is. Yeah. I just yeah. Did you up. catch that? Well, what do you say? Oh, that I just don't want to drop it off with a complete stranger. I'm like, no, no, you uh, don't know. You don't know how to handle this with your poverty hands. <laughs> like, get off of my coat. Yeah, I mean, it happens. But uh, the the stupid thing was, uh-huh. I brought it to the Hugo Boss store because something inside, uh, something inside the coat, uh, tore a bit mm-hmm. at the arm. Was my own. Own mistake, nothing to do with the brand. My own damn mistake. But so I dropped it off there to fix it, and they did. But I got the coat back. Guess what happened? Uh, they managed to break, not not fall off, to break a button. The fuck? What kind of buttons? like? Are the buttons plastic? No, they're metal. Oh, like that? No, they're plastic. Yeah, but they broke it. They broke the button. I just looked at that. I'm like, what did you do? And oh, immediately Norris. they were like, oh, uh, yeah, that's our fault. And we're going to replace it. Like, immediately. I'm like, you damn sure you are. Normies are norming at an alarming rate, man. And that is you. the, like, they replaced the button on it. And that is the only button that's a bit loose. I'm like, I can't even trust the own brand of that coat with that coat. Oh, By yeah. God, I have to hold a gun to the person's head not to fuck up. That's... I, have a, I have a personal theory about all this. And so it is. I feel like 
I have I feel like customer service around the world is kind of dropping in quality. It is. It's in the tank. And I think it's due to Instagram. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I'll tell you why. Loose. It's a loosely based theory, but I think there's something to it. I think a lot. I think Instagram has allowed a lot of people to realize like your life fucking sucks, right? Like, cause <laughs> compared to like what could be out there, right? There mm -hmm. is, if you don't use Instagram with perspective, which none of these idiots do, nope. um, you could, you could easily fall victim into thinking that like, you know, oh shit, everybody else living this high luxurious lifestyle. And like, I'm just, you know, like I'm just a lowly fucking McDonald's worker or something. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people like they they want to be cool. They want to be like un, like you know they want to be status signaling, if you will, mm -hmm. right? It's all about status. And I think a lot of these people they fucking um they uh they fucking they don't they don't fucking get it. They they just like they they just they kind of like they. How can I say? They're so jaded from seeing all this shit. They're like, oh, I'm just a fucking shitty worker. And they just don't care. They just don't work hard. And I, and I just think that's a lot of people, man. That's how I'm seeing it happen here, even in Japan, where the customer service is, like, fucking obsequious. So, um, I don't know, man. It, 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 Rob, well, America's customer service sucks dick. Anyways. Yes. Yeah, I went to this. I went to this resort the other day, and I was in when I was going because you know you got when you fly out of Wyoming, you got to go, uh, you got to fly out from Denver, right? And yeah, I went, that's one of them. Uh, dude, I was gonna fucking, I wanted to smash this bitch's face, dude. So I'm in like I'm in the Gaylord, uh, the brand new Gaylord Resort in uh, Denver, right? And I so. I know, I know, I know. You've never been to a luxury resort, Jack. I know. When, when you grow up one day, you'll know what the gay lord is, and no, it's not you. <laughs> Please, don't. I hope I don't. I really hope I don't find out, man. You but actually are the. Home. You are a peak gay lord. You just don't know it yet. Yeah. No, but, but the the gay lord is a chain of luxury resorts in America. It's some of the top of the top, right? So we're mm -hmm. at the Gaylord uh, Denver, right? So it's like this is like not like this is not a place where you just like oh hey like you know we like we have sixty bucks we want to stay here like this place is expensive like if you as soon as you walk in like they have like a fucking luxury food court right in front of you and then there's a huge view of the Colorado Rockies it is a fucking phenomenal hotel so every time I go to hotels anytime I stay in a luxury resort what I like to do is I like to go to the the spa, okay? Because I go there and I'm like, look, massage me, steam me, like pull all these toxins out of my system so I can fucking pump myself full of these next round of toxins, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, so I went to the spa with uh, Miss MLD and I was just like, went to the register and... <clears throat> There's this bitch there, right, with a fucking scar on her forehead right here, right, oh. like a scar here. Cute girl, cute. Honestly, is if she didn't open her mouth, I would have given her, like, soft seven, right? Blonde, mm. white, blue eyes, skinny, right? And so I get there, and I'm like, hey, how's it going? Um, can I know a little bit about your, your spa hair? She's like, what do you want to know? I was like, mm. I was like, bitch, I fucking just got here. I don't, I've never been here before. Like, uh, what, give me a fucking menu or something, right? 
And so then she gives me a menu and I'm like, okay, well, how can I do this? I, I was like, I like to do this massage and this massage. And it's like, I wanted to do like $300 worth of massages. I was like, this one for me, this one for her. She's like, oh, well, you have to schedule your massages. I was like, well, bitch. I was like, well, you didn't fucking tell me that. I didn't know anything. And then she starts just giving me this attitude, like, like this, like kind of condescending attitude. I was like, listen here, you fucking whore. Like, I'm on the other side of the register here. Without me, you get no salary. Okay, you, if you don't, if you don't make the customer happy and you don't attend to somebody, this money's not going to keep coming in. You entitled little fucking brat, fucking. I have my sensor button here, but I can only do it when I'm solo. Uh, my you you and so like you know, I remember she was just fucking pissing me off and just like how unaware she was and how like basic common sense 101 like customer service like the customer is always right like you can't just come and like be so rude to people that are coming to give you money especially not in real life i mean oh, you have God. the responsibility when you are a receiver of customers to put your best foot forward like be resent be representable. Like good afternoon, sir. What can I help you with? That's what you like. Okay, at my work because I have the government job and things like that, and we have a part customer service as well. And they had to explain to people how to manage a conversation. I'm like, dudes, it's not that hard. Be receptive to them. Be, but no, no, it had to be explained how to have manners. <sighs> but but you know what we have to invest in education like we haven't done that for years look how that turned out like by god you can't oh, i talked to rob about this and clary and everybody else and what i mean by it the basics of humanity are not even visible anymore like what have we done through the years with all that investing into education, when you can't even get a decent customer service. Mm -hmm. Tell me, no, where I mean, has all the money gone? That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, they, like I said, <sighs> these, uh, it's just like, God, it just it's hurts. just fucking it just, just hurts to think about it. Yeah, these <laughs> these people just just crack me up, dude. They absolutely crack me up. And honestly, like, I don't even care. At the end of the day, like, she's stuck behind the register, and I'm not. And that's what I'm saying these people, they are just going to fucking paint themselves into a corner, and okay, eventually, like, I'm telling you, things are gonna get worse for those people who don't like like sort themselves out. Um, and people, things are going to get like exponentially better for people who, uh, do. Oh man. If you haven't fucked up yet, if you haven't got a bitch pregnant, if you're not in debt, life is on easy mode. Mm -hmm. It is. So we're going to wrap this one up. Uh, gents, plug your shit. Uh, modernlifedating.com forward slash body language. Yeah. Enrollment's happening again for this year. So, uh, you get in and you get access to the webinars for the entire year. So you have accountability and access to a group of fucking 300 plus now. Uh, 
red pill dudes and um we're focusing on building empires like guys that were I've I've a couple of guys in the empire building stage of their lives right now where they're acquiring houses, businesses, um handling women and money. I mean, handling women first of all, that's easy. I'll get you sorted out worst case scenario 6 months. And that's if you don't if you don't have like full blown Aspergers like Anthony Johnson. Um, fuck's his sister. 6 months worst case scenario, we'll sort out your dating life. Then you can move on to the more important stuff. Taking care of your health better, getting your finances better, global travel, you know, like starting up the business that you've always wanted, understanding the little nuances that you'll see in body language that you can transfer to, like you know, the sales room, the courtroom, the boardroom, you name it. Um, I wasn't even gonna do this again, but like people kept on asking me to bring it back, and so I was just like, all right, well, I mean, you guys want me to bring it back, I'll bring it back, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, so quarter one. March 26th, go to modernlifedating.com to get on the waiting list for the um, the alert. And then on March 23rd, we're doing a demo of the webinars. So you get to come in and, and be part of the demonstration of the live question and answer webinar. So you can come in on March 23rd and get on the uh, call with me and get a little sample of what we got going on. So March 23rd is the big day. So come on in then. That's all I got. Well, nice. Rob. Rob says dot net. Well, you got where that. Find me. Well, and me, you know where to find me. Personalstrengthconsulting.com. Patreon.com forward slash Jack Nepier 368. Get on there. We will see you next week. Bye. Or toodles, whatever you like. Toodles. <laughs>